Can you share with the audience how much that one free YouTube video has generated for you in revenue? $4 million. It was like, I had this belief from an early age that if I spend money the right way, I can, I can double it or triple it or, but I need to make sure that I spend it the right way. Like, wow. Cause everyone was moaning about money constantly. And then when yeah. I realized that I could pay for another bucket and, and get more money without even washing a car myself, it was like, oh my God, like I am. <laughs> I'm Charlie Munger. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> this is why I love you, and and we've got this little group of like Avengers in this industry where yeah, you you coined that. So many, there's so many scammers and disgusting gurus, people out to just do people over. I've got no motivation to do that. What's up, traders? Welcome back to the Day Trading Show. Happy New Year. I hope that 2024 is off to a great start for you. If you're new, my name is Austin Silver. I've got a special guest in the house today. I'm sitting down for the second time on the podcast with Jason Greystone. Jason is a friend at this point. I really enjoy the advice that he can give to me, to you, to our community in general. Jason has been a trading educator for longer than I've been trading. So I love talking to people like him on the podcast. There's just so much experience, so much wisdom that he shares. You guys are going to love it. We talk about how much money he made from his big YouTube video that came out a few months ago. Just crushed it. We talk about the inception for that. We talk a lot about his trading. We talk about his beliefs around money, uh, his upbringing, and, and how that has fed his success. So Enjoy this conversation with Jason Greystone. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the episodes in 2024. I've got a ton of great interviews coming. Now enjoy the conversation with Jason. Real quick, guys, I want to thank today's sponsor, Top One Trader. There's many, many prop firms for you to choose from. I know. So why Top One? First, they're regulated by a bunch of different agencies that most of these other firms are not. Number two, they offer 150% refund on your challenge, which I think is a great refund when you get that first payout. Number three, you can start with 400000 in initial funding with them and scale that to $5 million. So it's very scalable. They're very competitive in their max daily drawdown rules, their gain target rules. All of it is basically the same as the other firms that you guys all know. Check out Top One. I've got a link and a discount code down in the description, maybe flying in above my head. Check that out. Save 20%. If they are running a bigger sale, use that discount code. Maybe it's Christmas. Maybe it's Thanksgiving. Whatever. Use that discount code. But if you'd like to still give ASFX credit for introducing you, please use our affiliate link. We appreciate that very much. It helps us grow the channel, do more podcasts, travel to get bigger guests, and so on and so forth. So thank you to Top One. Thank you guys, as always, for being listeners. Let's get back to the conversation. What's up, traders? Welcome back to the podcast. We've got a familiar face joining me today in the studio. We've got the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Jason Greystone. Mr. ClickFunnels, I think oh, we got to call you this year, right, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you, man. It's, How are you? It's always good to be here, mate. Uh, really oh. appreciate you uh, reaching out for, for a catch-up. Always absolutely good. always good absolutely i mean it sucks we're not going to catch up in london for everybody listening and I watching know. we're filming this the last week of november and i'm going to london for my seminar and me and jason caught up last year and i met his son and i uh, was looking forward to meeting you again this year but you know your son's probably taller than me at this point so it's probably a better look for me to not be seen around <laughs> you know what i'm saying but so we're okay we'll do the podcast he's taller than me man he's taller it's than crazy me, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Since since we saw each other last, I have a son now too. So I'm trying to catch up to you. I'm trying to, yeah. So so it's Mate, cool. Your I son's mean, got more hair than me. Bro, <laughs> tell me about it. We're walking down the street and people will be like, oh my God, look at all that baby's hair. It's crazy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take it. You know, um, James always jokes with me. He's like, bro, can you cut some of your son's hair and send it over to me? I'll glue it on the top of my head. <laughs> 
no, but this is good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation, Jason, because when we've talked before, we talked about your story. We talked about tier one. We talked about kind of building that business. Today, I want to talk mm. about a little business stuff, but I also want to talk about social media, the content you're creating yeah. there. I feel like the tone has changed. And then I definitely want to talk about trading and just how mm. trading has evolved for you over time. So let's start with the uh, the hook, the big question. Your biggest video of the year was a tutorial, basically a free course about how to get started trading Forex. Now I skimmed it. I watched a good chunk of it. I wanted to get an idea for what you provided in the video before I asked you this, but can you share with the audience how much that one free YouTube video has generated for you in revenue? $4 million. Yeah. It's crazy. May. So it's crazy. that's uh, what, seven, six months, something like that. Unbelievable. Seven I think months. most people would think that there is a hack to try to get that done. So can you break it down for us on what you believe? <laughs> of course, there's many variables, bro. The keywording, the thumbnail, but what do you attribute yeah. the success of that one video to? Was it the content in the video? Was it the funnel in the back end? What do you attribute that to? Yeah. So there's a couple of things, right? So the, the success of the video, I just want to start by saying that video could have been posted on a brand new channel and got as many views as it got, right? And that that's straight up because all it was to do with is because none of my other videos have done anywhere anywhere near that right so it was it could have easily been a brand new channel anyone could have posted that video and what it all came down to in terms of why it got so much traction was a clever thumbnail you know something that i had an idea in in the uk i don't know if you've got it over there but in the uk we've got this whole for dummies series of and course it's we have like, it here yeah right yep. right and i thought i'll be cheeky take the little logo from there and and modify it slightly and and it kind of was familiar for people who wanted to learn so it was a clever thumbnail it was a good title and i created the video with this in mind how can i create something where they'd never need me need me again and and it really allowed me to pour everything into one video with with kind of this aura of no expectation back like nothing in return and really and so you I went into I, it not I, building yeah. this funnel in the back end you just made the youtube video and were like i'm going to put this out to kind of make my life easier obviously i built an ecosystem of products in the back end and that's partly you know that's a huge part of the success of the of the monetization of it because the the youtube ad rev was about is about 50 grand on that now right okay. so that's you know that's that's decent 50 grand yeah. ad rev but nowhere yeah. near 3.8 million dollars on the back end uh because of all the stuff we built in the back end so yeah i can i can talk about the product ecosystem but i created the video with that in mind because i believe after you know building businesses for quite a few years now that the more you give people everything for free you know the more they want to work with you it's like they they want to pay for the implementation they want to pay to get closer to you to hold your hand to make sure that you because they trust that you're the only person that can get them where they want to go right and yeah. you know i'm sure you've done it i've done it i've spent like two hours with people on youtube before and i'm i'm trying to find out how to email them and like Right, dude, you got. I've got to pay you to teach me this because I, I, I want to learn it from you. I don't want to learn right. it from anyone else, right? And and that's just how trust works in humans. You spend a long time with someone, and uh, you touch on different topics with someone. Maybe you see them in different locations, and you trust them more. It's like a bit right. like when you used to go on the on the holiday as a, a with the lads' holiday. You know, you'd meet some people around the pool in the day, and then you see them out at night, and they're like over you, right? Because it's the trust is is built. The, it's already the bonds there. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. And it, and I think with having that in mind, you know, creating something where I could say, 
how could I create this where they just literally wouldn't need me again? Uh, it allowed me to come across in a way where it was quite transparent that I wasn't really asking for anything. And, and I think people were blown away by it. So uh, great, well received. Now, the back end of products, you know, this is where it really took us by storm. Um, you know, about point two five percent of the people that watch that video or 0.3% of the people that watch that video then bought a 30-day trader program which I'd built uh, a year prior and the idea of that was just spend 30 days with me and I'll give you even more stuff that you need and you know it's $300 or under $300 and it's like who cares if you lose $300 you know if you spend 30 days with someone so what I wanted to do instead of trying to give that to people straight away i created the youtube video and then they got value from the youtube video then they wanted to get their feet a little bit more wet and there was the product already there so 300 dollars. about six thousand people took that program wow. which which uh which was about 0.3 percent of the 1.8 million at the time of the analysis of the viewers that that watch the video and we okay. like literally 1.6 million straight in in the old uh in the old kitty and it was like wow that's interesting you know, and then yeah. uh, we we had um, obviously the more they trust they build with you, the more the higher conversion rate you're going to get on those people to another the product, next thing, like right. a, a bigger thing. Right. So we had all this built and we've been doing this for a few years. It was just that video that kind of lowered the the disability ramp so that they could start climbing up it. Right. It was like it was a block until we put this ramp down and then it's like whoosh, lemming like all the all the they were climbing up the ramp right yeah so, yeah um that's literally what it felt like and it was crazy to see very very rewarding to witness because it was something that we'd built and we'd crafted and and uh, and it was like we'd unlocked this piece of the puzzle and then you just look at the comments on the video and look at the comments and it's great fantastic reviews all which positive. obviously helped the help the review help the algorithm because everyone's commenting uh positive things and um and yeah man it, it just ended up that like you know there was a a natural conversion rate of people onto the higher thing and then there was a conversion rate onto the reoccurring revenue thing and and this whole ecosystem of, of products just started to to have this influx from that video so it's um, amazing it's yeah, very man. admirable i feel like okay so i have a couple of follow-ups first when that many people come in and buy that initial product, how do you give them all your time over 30 days? Yeah, so the, this is the beauty of it, right? So whenever I create a business, I try and get it uh, to about 1.7 to $3 million mark because at that point I've found is the sweet spot where you can automate pretty much everything. You, right. lead, you need the less team members, you can, you know, you can make it as self-service as possible without the support tickets and refunds and, and all that kind of stuff bearing in mind like i've never paid for an ad i don't even have a facebook ad account like we we've wow. i've never placed one advert anywhere wow. ever right so all of this stuff is is purely organic and um which means it's cheaper it takes longer but you're getting much more stronger fans and and followers right much more loyal fans whereas with ads it's fast, it's expensive, and you're probably going to get a lot of mismatches, you know, people that for aren't sure. right fit for you. So, so that's the way we took it. And, um, so, so that's the way I like to structure it. So all of these products are basically filtering out my time where you can spend 30 days with me in a program that's drip fed over 30 days, but it's all pre-recorded and Got I kind it. of tap into a discord group and things Got like it. that. Right. 
Uh, and then after the 30 days you get in and uh, you can get the next thing, which is a bit more obviously of my time. So I kind of filter my time to the, the higher end stuff still. And, you know, I've got a, a couple of team members that filter out my time for the lower end stuff. So um, that makes it's sense. Just, yeah. Amazing. And, and that I found sense. that when you go over that kind of, three million mark that's where you need more staff which you right. know oh, man staff are just a pain in the in the butt and you know uh you need you get more more support tickets required and all that kind of stuff sure. i just find that it's yeah i like to keep it really lean and i'd rather as do i I'm, I'm the same way yeah, yeah. right and then create multiples of those i'm I, I multiples totally of those. That. yeah yeah exactly yeah. so that makes sense so it's all kind of built in the back end do you have a lot of content that is repeated in that two hour video is some of that stuff also taught in the next phase uh yes yeah so the next phase is basically additional modules to the to the 30 day challenge so right? it, it goes deeper so it takes the it concepts and it goes deeper got it it goes deeper but but listen it goes back to my point again about the more you teach people something for free the more they'll pay you to learn it more and and i'll i'll prove that again because my tears of freedom program is basically my newsletter that I wrote four years right. ago. And right. if you read all of my newsletters, you wouldn't need the program, literally. But the, the fact that you've read them all makes you want it even more because it's you're so gonna true. Get closer and you're gonna get the tools and you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get me to show you how to right. do the thing, right? And right. it's just the beauty of it. Like I think a lot of business owners are afraid to give away stuff for free. My yep. newsletter was five thousand words every Sunday for 80 Sundays. And wow. then I read that thing out to a podcast and it became a podcast and then it became a program and people buying the program and, you know, they hadn't need to, if they just read yeah. the news that they wouldn't need to. But as I say, it's all about the implementation and they want yes. you to help them implement. They want accountability, really. That's, that's, that's really, that's, what that's a huge for. piece of it. Yeah. And I mean, people buy people, people don't often buy yeah. products in our industry, especially they're buying into you. You build of that course. trust, you build that authenticity. I believe this guy's going to actually help me. And I think that you're Come selling on. from a place. I mean, this is Gary V the essence of Gary V right? Yeah. Jab, jab, yeah. jab, then right hook, but also yeah. selling from a place of not trying to convince somebody or persuade somebody, you're actually exactly. creating obligation. This dude has given me so much for free. He's so consistent. He's the only guy yeah. I should go to. I had a guy sign up for our mentorship last night and we spoke four months ago and he's like, dude, I just binged all of the podcasts that you've done yeah. since then. I've done all the videos on YouTube for free. Now I'm ready. It's like those yeah. people realize you've given them so much value that now they just want more subconsciously, consciously, Absolutely. both of it. So I think it creates, a, and it's a great relationship to be with your customer. You don't give a lot of refunds. Wow. You and me both don't have a lot of chargebacks. You know what I mean? Because those people, they Man. want it. I'm not in business to do all that stuff. Like no. I'm in business to to become friends with people that that work with me. Like make I, a positive impact on them. Absolutely, and this is why, like, especially in our industry, you know, I I said to you many years ago, I, I this is why I love you, and and we've got this little group of like Avengers in this industry where yeah, you you coined there's that. So many, there's so many scammers and disgusting gurus people out to just do people over i've got no motivation to do that and I, I don't care telling you that you're not right for trading or i don't care telling you that i don't need your money or you know you shouldn't be trading i i, I tell more people they shouldn't be trading than i do Me too. offer Agreed. them my service 100 percent 
what a way to be. I mean, I can sleep at night. I can look my kids exactly. in the eye. I'm, you know, they're exactly. proud of me. And, and well, you're you're living at a good standard. You're putting your morals and your belief system before everything else, which is great. Absolutely. Now, so as this, regardless of that whole ecosystem, man, like no matter how much money we made on the back of that, I can sleep at night knowing they all went to right people. You know, good people. And there's there's nothing. The worst they lost was three hundred dollars, and they realized it wasn't for them. That that exactly. to me is is great. Right. Exactly. And when you put the content together, because you've been making YouTube videos for a long time, did you have any mm -hmm. inclination that it was going to become this big thing? Or were you just like, hey, this is one thing I got to get this tutorial done because I want to get this in check. Did it become like this thing that you kind of had a little, you know what I mean? Like when a, when a hit song is written, yeah. they're in yeah, the yeah. studio yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh yeah. my God, that's this exactly is it. This Is that how you felt? That's exactly, to, to be honest, that's what I would liken it to. I was, okay. it was one of those videos that I was really conjuring up you know sitting in the studio putting some time and thought into oh, how i tell. could really really swing this thing right and it was like this is going to be the the one that gets me to number one <laughs> you know and yeah. uh the, the one number one christmas song and uh exactly. and i was sitting here doing it all and uh and i launched it and it got to about ten thousand views relatively quickly about about a month and i thought yeah you know, I, I pretty much gave up on it on that. I was like, oh, 10,000, you know, that is a above average performing video on my channel, but I thought it'd get more and I forgot about it. And then I just forgot about it. And then May comes around and you can see this in the stats from the, from the analytics on the, on YouTube, May comes around and it's oh, yeah. five since May 500 subscribers per day to the, to wow. this day and still going on. Like, it just triggered something, man. And it's, and now like we hit a hundred thousand in, um, I think it was June or July. And now we're like, we're, we're nearly at 200,000 now. So yeah, that's how it is, eight, bro. It starts to roll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, it's so, taken you eight to 10 years to build to that point, And then it doubles yeah. within a year, basically, which is, exactly. I think a common thing. I, I think you do hear that a lot. So before we go off of this, do you ever think now that this has been successful? How do I do it again? And does that take away from your trading in any way? Yeah, well, my trading, I mean, my trading is my trading. So my trading is something I use as a tool and I'll do that forever. So is my investing, stock investing. I'm an angel investor. You know, I've, I've placed, uh, you know, tens of tens of thousands of pounds into angel investments and startup businesses this year. So those are tools that I'll always use to grow my money. Um, me, my highest value is like, security and freedom and like to the point where I've I've got a problem like if I lose something I could lose this hard drive and I have to order this on Amazon so I've got it tomorrow I cannot stand it mate I can't lose things it does me in and that all stems back from when I was a kid and we had no security in there you know all, all that kind of stuff all those deep yep. problems that we won't go into on this on this podcast well but... we kind of went into them in the first one everybody if you want to hear about <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. the car washing story that you told yeah, in the first yeah. one you want to go back everybody yeah. go watch that one but okay keep going yeah yeah so uh so oh man i've lost my train of thought but but, but basically um the no, i'm just saying does it take tool. away from your trading and away you're saying no it's yeah. always a tool yeah because trading doesn't take a lot of time per day from you right no it doesn't i i i've spent less and less time trading you know my i stopped day trading in uh april uh 2020 and I haven't, I haven't day traded since then. And that was because I had a big win and I got a little bit emotional and I thought, I don't know what's going on with COVID. So I'm just not going to bother picking that up again. And to be honest, it was for no other reason than I just thought, 
I need to think about what I want to do with the money because I didn't know what was going on outside. There could have been other opportunities where I could re, you know, put that money somewhere else or shuffle it around a little bit. Maybe there was other sure. opportunities coming and I and I'd, so all this was going on. And then when it kind of stabilized again, I thought, you know what? I'm spending like half hour a day trading now. And that's really suiting me. I'm getting better. And my strike rate's getting higher. Um, I'm becoming a little bit more aggressive at taking better trades. And um, and I guess that's a, a natural organic path of any trader anyway. Sure. Um, and I thought, you know, this is good. So now how can we make more money and inject money into, you know, and just... <laughs> use the trading use the investing and and grow and grow and grow of so of course of course i wouldn't say it's taken away it's 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 made me more focused on my overall wealth creation strategy as a sure. as a whole um and in terms of trading education you know i'll always have a love for that you know because of course. i'm just a i'm just a, a geek you know I, I love i love you're trading. a geek but you're a giver too like you give a lot you've always given a lot and i think that's a characteristic within you that a lot of people admire in this position now I want to just Thanks. touch on one thing before we, of course, before we keep off of it, you made the mention of transitioning from day trading to swing trading. That conversation came up today in our black shirt club, and it comes up pretty often, I'm sure, with many people listening. Just talk to us a little bit about, yeah, lifestyle is what everyone's going to say is the motivator behind that. Maybe some people will say statistics, and I see that the swing trades will be better for me. But really for you, like what was the motivator and what does that transition look like? Do you go back to doing demo trading for a couple of weeks and feel it out? Or do you just instantly move over to higher timeframes and holding trades I longer? What's up traders? I just want to take a second from today's episode to thank myself. I'm being funny, but also being serious. ASFX TV is the proud sponsor of today's podcast. Now, some of you might not know what ASFX TV is. Maybe you're living under a rock and I'm here to pull you out. What we are now offering is for less than $1 per day after your three-day free trial, you can watch me and our team of funded full-time traders every day, at least twice a day, London session and New York session, as we navigate the live market. You can watch to see the strategies applied from our course. You can watch to see how we're constantly developing them and trying to tweak them and improve them. You're going to see how we navigate through news. Really what you're seeing is the ups and downs of full-time trading. We don't show or we don't shy away from our losses. We don't shy away from showing more wins. We show you the real reality of being a full-time trader. So I've got a link in the description for a three-day free trial. Like I said, I want you guys to come check it out. I appreciate you very much for listening to the podcast, for being a constant viewer, staying through with us, and I want you to enjoy many more podcasts to come. But I also want you to make money with us. And the way that I can help you do that is on ASFX TV. So hit the link, come check it out, and enjoy the rest of the video. Yeah, I guess it's different for everyone, but I always had two trading accounts. So I always had a day trading account and a swing trading account. And the swing trading account was for kind of longer term you know, wealth building, which I didn't touch. My day trading account was more kind of income. Um, sure. And although I compounded it to a to a degree, I did, there was about an 18 month period where I was just taking income from that day trading account. And, um, and that was quite tiring. You know, it was quite, I'm, you you understand this, right? It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's tiring. And, and uh, it's, it's great. And it's amazing. But if you get the opportunity to take your foot off the gas a little bit, um, for me, where I was at in my life, I'm 42, man. You know, I, I've got other things going on, and uh, and I just thought, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do that. So I was already doing two in parallel, so yeah. it wasn't really a major transition. I'd already, you know, I've got 27 pairs that I watch on a swing trading checklist in trend and reversals, and um, that that does me. Uh, the day trading was a bit of pocket money for me, if you like. So, um. Yeah, just leaning so into almost me, like your natural strength, right? It seems like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it requires less. I, I always reference stuff to music, but it's like 
guitar playing like people often learn the guitar and they want to play like the fastest flipping metallica song or something man on day one crazy riff right it's like if you just learn the same chords and play a slow song using those chords, you'll build the muscle memory. And then as you, as it becomes second nature, you can just speed it up and play it faster. And that's kind of the transition to that's how it's the exact same skill on swing trading as it is on day trading. You just need a heightened focus, you know, and you use, and you do the same thing, but, but faster and there's a lot more noise. So going back is like oh this is fucking easy it's like it's, it's easy, like right. playing yeah metallica riff and then going back to playing like the Beatles playing, uh, or something. right like, it was gonna say free free fall and tom petty <laughs> something like that yeah, exactly yeah. are you yeah, playing so, live music now i saw i think you're jamming yeah. out live yeah mate we're doing uh we're doing some great like uh live local gigs yes yeah, it's, it's awesome who are you it's playing with stuff, just man. friends that you've got that you've met in town I've been part of a band on and off for for years and years. Really, uh, and and we we yeah we just play together there, and um, we also got a load of local live talent that we that rock up, and we yeah we record for them, and yeah it's just dude. Awesome. And how love, fun love is it. that, bro? That is the best, right? I, that is what I'm missing in my life because I, I I grew up playing piano. I was a, a DJ, DJ for right? a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So music's a big part. And every morning I listen to my music, and I'm like, God damn, it'd be great if I had the guitars still hanging. I sold all my guitars when I was 17, 18. I was like, I don't need this. I'm a DJ now, and I would kill to have those guitars again, bro. Because there is something about being on the computer all day and like tippy tapping away, as we always say, yeah. and then doing something in like almost real life, you know, computer stuff yeah. is computer stuff. It's digital life. I'm talking about like real life, creating sound and, and then captivating Creatives. people's yeah, yeah. creative stuff, captivating people's yeah. attention in a different way, right? Not with a good thumbnail and a good title, but with a good yeah. common yeah. love and appreciation for music. Yeah. I wanted to make totally. one more comment about the thumbnail, not to keep on this video. Mr. Beast sure. says that he says that he starts with the thumbnail and the title before he thinks about mm. the content of the video. Did you know that before you made that video? Yeah, I made the I made the thumbnail for that video in October the previous year. There you go. So, so we were that was the th- first thing. I was just looking at my bookshelf and I thought, dummies. And I <laughs> thought that looks cool. And I just thought, wouldn't it be cool to do this video on trading for dummies? So I we mocked up this uh, this this thumbnail. I thought that bloody looks clean. You know, that's that's a cool thumbnail. And then I just thought, right. If I ever do the video, that'll be it. And when we were testing that thumbnail, I was sending it to people on their phone and making, you know, squeezing it down so you could see it. And yeah, we we did put a lot of work. As I say, it's one of those videos that I really did. I never normally think about YouTube videos. I'll be honest with you. I just put out whatever I feel. And right. Like, yeah, right. Have it. I don't care if you like it. <laughs> right. Know? Same. And, uh, and, and this one, I was more like, yeah, I'm going to tailor this to a specific person. And, uh, and it, man, it pays. It pays. it pays. I think the relatability of it definitely makes it very eye-catching. And, and for everybody listening, well, this video is linked in the description. I want you guys to all check that out awesome. too. If I, yeah, we want to make sure everybody gets to see it because I actually encourage people, and I want to know your thoughts on this, to share their trading journey, share the content along mm-hmm. the way. And I think a lot of people are scared too, of course. They don't want to share their losses. They don't want to share their mistakes. Yeah. When in reality, what videos other than this one have done really well for you and me? The losses, the mistakes, the, the yeah. They always totally. do the best, you know, when you embrace yeah. your own mistakes and your flaws, because they're relatable, just like the thumbnail. It's relatable. That's what people want. But I encourage people to share their content because I think it'll make them better overall. But I think a lot of people have yeah. the idea of like, God, this is such a such a slog to use a British term, right? This is going to take so much time. This is going to take so much of my energy and blah, blah, blah. 
Well, in reality, you actually can work backwards, like Jason just said, create a thumbnail in October, film the video content around that, drop the video, and then even five, six months after you drop the video, then it pops off. So it's really this whole process that you just have to embrace, right? Like you've embraced the YouTube journey yeah. for a long time and it's paid off. That's where you find your best clients, I'm sure, right? And I started it just like that. I was, I, you know, Mike Bellafury, right? And these traders, yeah. they review the tape and they're yeah. pulled in them to review the tape every day. They do that. What yep. better way to do that than to pull up a screen recorder and, and literally publish it to the world? That's what I started doing. And, and I yep. became known for this kind of anti-hindsight trader because all that was online was like, oh, look at this win. Look at this. I always post trades as I'm looking at them before they've even played out. And then I post it. I don't even follow up. I'm like, there you go. It's in yep. the internet forever. You can go and look at what happened next. I don't care. Uh, and, and, and I think that's very refreshing. <laughs> yep. very I took that from you to, in to my, go that. watch my videos from 2017, 2018. Yeah, It'll man, be me amazing. at the start of the trade It'll and you'll see the timestamp at the top and video ends. It cuts to the second clip. I'm in the trade cuts to the end. I took that same concept from you yeah. because I think that was amazing. what stood out. Yeah. It's just what people wanted to see. They don't it want, they don't want that hindsight. Well. Like, you're, you're Monday morning quarterbacking. You know what I mean? If you just sit here yeah. and go over markups, it's easy. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that, man. Yeah. So who are some of the people now, Jason, that you're looking up to? I know I see you working with Aaron Knightley, doing a lot of content with him and some of, I think that guy, Daniel, I think is his name. What's his last name? Daniel. Um... Daniel Priestley. So that, yes. yeah, so Aaron Knightley, I'm um, a, kind of a business mentor for him and coaching him through some of his business that he's creating. Uh, nice. Daniel Priestley's a business partner. So we, you know, I've just put, uh, we've got a, a, one of the startups that I invested in with him, Score App. Um, in 2019 that's due to sell at the end of next year for 100 million best case so that's wow. you know that's going well um well well yeah it's going well yeah yeah and then bro you put 10 grand one. into it i mean you're probably going to cash out at least if it sells for 100 million you're making a million two million right off you're going to double what you made off this video just on that sale right yeah we, we we put yeah we put a bit more than 10 grand but it will make yeah we'll make uh in excess of a million on that See, that's using, I think for everybody listening, you have to understand, like you want that big sale. A lot of people want that big cash out, but how many things has Jason done, not overspent and gone past his means, yeah. made good financial decisions and compounded one win into this. That's what I think we need to highlight, right? And it, yeah, it's, and it's a skill of being a risk manager. Like that, that's what a trader is, being a good risk manager. And if you're an investor, you're a risk manager as well. So there are certain skills you need to learn about angel investing you don't just give someone some money you want to see the forecast you want to know what securities you've got you want to know kind of the time horizon you want to look at the person and see what they've got in the game what skin they've got in the game what reputation they've got to protect and all of these kind of things play a part in me making a decision to hand over 50 grand to someone or 30 grand or 10 grand you know and that comes with experience and it's another skill you have to learn so uh but once you become a good risk manager, you'd find that you do get a lot of great returns and it, and it compounds. It, it's, compounds. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Have you been burned by any of those investments? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, little things. I mean, I've started lots of businesses, you know, from divorce education companies with, you know, and support companies with people to, uh, clothing and all yeah i've lost count honestly uh, but the clothing sure one bro that... that one is always the least profitable no margins yeah, tough marketing that is so tough yeah the, the goal for that was to immediately get a 
you know influencer marketing so it was yep. it was going to be a big brand and all the rest of it but yeah it, usually it comes down to um you know the ones that flop usually come down to a passion not being there uh that's what i've found anyway you know yeah, the founder isn't in really in it not really the founder's not really in it or i'm not really like i don't give a shit about clothes no. <laughs> you know right it's like i don't care if you sell a hoodie man like I, no I really don't we're care. talking got, to the guy that lives out in the, the forest and he right exactly yeah. right so i'm saying this, it, you're the wrong guy <laughs> yeah. for that one i think i think yeah. maybe like a an education course on how to get rich get off the grid and live a free life that's more <laughs> that's why tears of freedom is your bed you know it's your bread and butter yeah, bro, yeah, that's bread what that butter, is. yeah yeah so yeah. being a risk manager is important to talk about. It, it's about, like you said, in money management, trade management, lifestyle management, risk management is everything. What do you do as someone who has become successful relatively early in life? Like you were successful well before this. What do you do as you make more money in order to not stay so risk adverse? Because most people make more money, they want to take less risks. How do you fight against that? When people make to make more money they want to take less risk is that what you said yeah 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 they're yeah. very conservative yeah. you make 100 grand for the first time let's let's go bigger than that you make your first 500 grand year you got all this money yeah. sitting in the bank some people won't deploy it to stocks some people won't dump it back yeah. into their own business some people won't do they'll sit in cash for a very long time because they're afraid to lose it how do yeah. you fight against that yeah. um i think i've uh, me personally in my personal story is i've always seen money as this uh, well it's called currency right so i see it as current like it has to flow and in what that means is it has to come in and out in order to keep flowing and growing right otherwise it stagnates yeah. so that's a great analogy for money for me because i've always taken a lot of risks from an early age and i've put my belief in if i spend this money a certain way and this goes back literally goes back to my car washing thing where i bought the bucket and sponge for my friend to help right this that is literally where i learned it so it was like i had this belief from an early age that if i spend money the right way i can i can double it or triple it or but i need to make sure that i spend it the right way what i don't want to do is keep it and then that's all i've got i can't i can't grow it right so from an early age i got very comfortable with taking risks and spending money and you know making sure that i wasn't you know selling the flipping house or selling the donkey or whatever but i i i didn't want to sell them the donkey for the magic beans but i wanted to sell enough of it to get something that was going to potentially help me or have a higher probability of doubling my money or growing my money in some way than than not so great for a uh, kid to be thinking about because it stays with you for life as we can all see it, it did. And that was purely from the car wash, man. Uh, if you haven't listened to that story, that's, that is literally it. It was, uh, as I said, in that, in that interview, it was like, I'd been lifted 60,000 feet and discovered fire in one day. It was like, wow. Cause everyone was moaning about money constantly. And then when yeah. I realized that I could pay for another bucket and, and get more money without even washing a car myself, it was like, Oh my God. Like I am, <laughs> I'm Charlie Munger. It's true. This is incredible. Well, yeah, you learned yeah, the so... power of leverage. You learned the power of the currency and what it can do. Yeah. But I think the key you said there that everybody should take is into the right things where some people will make some money and they will quickly 
throw it into their business, but it might not be in the right things. For example, That's buying Facebook ads, as you just have oh. proven, you don't need to do that, right? Like I spend very little on Facebook ads every month, but in the networking group that I'm in, they always, the guys that I'm in that group with, they have physical products yeah, 20 and they, <laughs> yeah. they crush it on Facebook ads every month, yeah. 50, 60, $80,000, but the return, they'll go make a hundred, make 120. Yeah, yeah. I spend $3,000, maybe $2,000 per month at max. And I'm not even selling. Yeah. I'm just trying to get names and emails for my email list, yeah, which is yeah. where I do a lot of yeah. my selling. So to me, some people will take the money and invest it in the wrong thing, which again, can also lead to fear. But I think what you and what I would like the audience to take from you is you don't ever act in a place of fear because of your self-confidence. That story early on about you yeah. cutting your teeth as an entrepreneur, and I'm sure there was many other stories after that as yeah. you got older, you've yeah. proven to yourself over and over again, take it all over away again. from me, I will be able to get it back. Take this business away from me, I'll go start another one. And I think that's yeah. the, the thing that I really love about you because it's your belief in yourself. The vehicle doesn't really matter. It's self-belief no. is where it really yeah. starts. And that's the same with, you know, with my wife. She's seen me take risks throughout our whole life together we've been together 21 years this december and uh you know she will say uh, uh, in the beginning she was like what are you doing you know you're crazy of course you're mad of course. like you're right. mad and i appreciate that because it made me sense check actually am i doing the right thing and then went for it it paid off and then over the years i did it more and more and more things paid off than they didn't so it was like now it's like, I don't even get questioned. It's like, oh, right. Jay, yeah, of course. You, you earned just, that you right. You just do your thing. You do yeah. your thing, right? And, and and I've given a belief, and it's great to have been able to demonstrate that and lead by example to my kids as well, my boys, sure. because they've witnessed me do that and they've seen what life we've created from me doing that. And it's it's allowed them to be more, you know, in charge of, of decision-making and, and make sure that they're confident in uh, And I'm in sure you talk risks. to them about it. I'm sure you've had many all, all conversations. All the time so all that you time. want to yeah, imp imp impress that upon them. Yeah. And I think yeah. that as, yeah. as you and, and you continue to share that message, I believe, at least in America, people are not very incentivized to be entrepreneurial, where they need to hear the message that you and me push to the point where like this viral clip of Grant Cardone was going around with him saying, if you make less than 400K a year, you should be embarrassed right. for yourself. And it was... The idea is very pretentious, but I think like the idea beneath that is be entrepreneurial, be, you know, have some balls to go think and say, bigger. you know what, yeah, yeah, think yeah. big, I'm going to try and not yeah. be afraid to fail. Just like you and me have told many traders, you're going to take losses. You can't act from a place of fear of taking losses. You're going to take them. You got to get good at it. This, that's the same way you look at businesses. I'm not going to hit on every single one, but I'm going to hit on more than I don't. And when I hit, we hit big. And when we lose, it's risk controlled, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And then, it, and then you get, you eventually get to a point where it becomes almost monotonous and, and just a process. It's like, okay, well, this is going to be a, a five-year play. This is going to be a 10-year play. And you just, you just stack them up. And, yeah. and, you know, we all know that in your mid forties is if you're on that road, mid forties is where it really kicks off. That's where yeah. you really have a lot of success. And yep. I'm looking forward to the next 10 you're years. You're already to, starting to, to really see it, bro. It's going to be unbelievable. Enjoy those. You're on the way to the B yeah. bro. You're on that way to that big B. <laughs> what are you worried about now, Jason? I'm sure everybody's like, you know, they followed right. your journey. What do you worry about? Oh man, uh, we could go real deep conspiracy theory, but I, I don't think that's the. That maybe I'd like to. Podcast. I mean, I'm curious. I mean, is it a <laughs> political instability? You know, the way that people are thinking, the like the woe, the, the victim mindset that we see. I mean, I'm sure the audience all agrees with you on that because that's what you're saying, right? In that sense, 
Oh man, if we go into politics, I mean, there's all sorts of things like there's a lot of people being put up in hotels and around our way and like coming across the border all being put up in hotels and bro it's crazy someone in in power who's in favor of it and i don't know where that could go and uh but again we we, we were talking about this last night with my son and, and it always comes back to like everything moves in cycles i think sure. everything is is there for a reason i feel like everything is there to set balance in some way and i think whatever terrorism there is you know that serves a purpose in some way to make us more um to make us better humans to for us to appreciate peace in some way so i've got these kind of you know real out there ideas about that and it's it's very kind of <laughs> polarizing views if you like and probably i don't know why right it is though this, it, it, just to, i know no, it's okay i know but you know what i mean because I, I think there's a this, bro you've heard the saying the silent majority that's you and me in the yeah. middle where we probably yeah. agree on 99 percent of things but it's these people on both outliers that are very loud that have the power in some sense and it makes it hard to be like do i want to say well, that i don't want to take in absolutely. migrants from a different country is that being a bigot well no it's respecting the culture of your country that was founded how many years ago and trying to honor that right uh, exactly that. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that I, I, this isn't my country, you know, we all can live where we want, but I, I am a believer in, I've done my dues and I've, I've contributed to this country. So I've output something that has, that has provided value for this country in some way. At minimum, it's taxes. taxes. Exactly. 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 Right. So I believe that, you know, I, I would like to see a more kind of filtration system of people willing to give to the to the system and i've got some really extreme views <laughs> give us one come on give us one i want to know one you can't tease oh, me man. and not come on you got to tell me like how would you do that i would i would put a gdp figure or an iq on being able to have kids i don't hate that at all and i don't know how that would work and i don't know how it would be managed but i feel like there are too many people. Let me manage just it. Pumping kids out. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's the stupid people and the poor people that have six kids, seven kids, and then the guys that do well like you and me have one or two. That cost, and and they cost the most tax, and it's like, then, well, that's not fair. You know, no. there should be a, a management system there. You can't have another kid unless you are outputting this GDP or this. Right. You are contributing in some way, or totally, agree. you know, or your IQ is this. You know, I don't know how harsh that is, but something along those lines, uh, I, I think get a, would be a great step towards control. I'm in it. I'm voting for Greystone. For, Greystone <laughs> for prime minister. <laughs> but you know, in America, bro, I've been telling people for a long time. I think if you want to vote, you should have to pass a civics test and understand a little me. bit about the history of America before you just vote. But then totally here, totally. the 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 left sometimes they want you to have a driver's license when you drive a car, but you don't need a driver's license to vote. No. There's the, the rules are very weird. And I would and someone said back to me once, well, are you in favor of people that want to buy a gun to have to take a test? Absolutely. You should have to go and take a test before you just buy a gun. Do you have to right now? No, just show a driver's license, you get a gun. Do I like that? Kind of. Could I be with it the other way with more testing in place to keep it filtered? Absolutely. Yeah. But then you start infringing yeah. on freedoms, Jason. Now you're stepping on people. You're telling me I can't just go buy my gun. Yeah. That's an American right. Yeah. Well, yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on. It's a different America than it was in 1776, bro. Exactly. I mean, bro, even look at the way they teach us history. Look at tomorrow. It's Thanksgiving. We're honoring genocide in America. <laughs> it's crazy. 
It's just, but it, it, it fits a narrative. You know what I mean? And that's always, yeah. like you said, it's the people that are empowered. How do they play to their narrative? The politicians are public servants, yet they have four houses, five houses, $200 million net worth. You're serving the public and you're worth $200 million. It's so broken, man. It's so, so broken. broken. So yeah. broken. And again, <laughs> just like it, it, I think you and me are going about it the right way. And I'm sure majority of the audience for the podcast agrees. You can either complain, you can run for office and think you'll make a difference or make enough money because you realize that money buys the politicians and money buys you what you want. Money buys you yeah. freedom. And that's the route that you and me are taking. Yeah, just just win. Like that that's it. So going back to your question, it is just like, what am I worried about? Yes, yeah. there's lots of things that can change and lots of things that can turn and we're gonna see cycles of terrorism and cycles of destruction and all the rest of it. And yes, there's some momentary short-term things that you could be worried about, but ultimately if you just are one of these people who just figures out how to get around it and how to win regardless, like you're going to do all right. So, yep. um, you know, there's a site winners win, right? So I love that. Bro. Like win, Cause listen, win. I started playing golf. You see on my social media, I've been playing golf now and yeah. I'm not the best golfer in the group. Okay. But when we have money on the line, I don't know if it's because I'm Jewish or the way my dad raised me, bro, but I know how to win. And I get guys that are better golfers than me to have to pay me money because I know how to fucking win at the end of the day. And it drives them <laughs> mad, bro. So I think that is a true thing. You got to learn how to be a winner. And you know what I think yeah, teaches yeah. that? Sports, entrepreneurship and right. things like that. But sports is such a good yeah. thing for kids. I think that has made such an impact on my life. You know, now yeah, yeah. Yeah. to pivot us a little bit back to trading, I want... Three books that you think every entrepreneur has to read. They don't all have to be trading books, but maybe make at least one or yeah. two of them trading books. Hit us. Yeah. Okay. Um, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, from a friend of mine, Daniel Priestley, if you get the chance to read Oversubscribed, uh, read it. That is the best book in business it, okay. as far as I'm concerned, because okay. it's very relevant for today. Um, and I've kind of swallowed it. It's like my Bible for business. Trading I'm buying books, it today. Yeah, trading trading books is um there's a book called Trade Your Way to Financial Freedom by Van yeah. Tharp. Van Tharp. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Great book. Terrible yeah. title, but it's Terrible a it's title. a great book. And uh I I would recommend that one. And oh man, everyone says the the Mark Douglas one um Trading in the Zone I've probably recommended this book on your podcast like every time I've been on here, but yeah. It is good I'd though, isn't to, it? I'd have to He's so good, it. bro. Yeah, yeah. You ever see it's his stuff on timeless. YouTube? He has, it's timeless. He has yeah. these videos on yeah, YouTube yeah. too that like are like hour long presentations. Timeless. Yeah. Like he can, he, it still applies. It's amazing. Yeah. I regret, I, I'm, uh, it's a shame that I didn't get to interview him or talk to him because that would have been a, a great conversation. Did you ever have the opportunity? Yeah. 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 Really? Back in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Back in 2016, we were, uh, I went to New York and, um, we were rounding up some people and one of them was Denise Scholl, uh, yeah. and one of them was potentially Mark Douglas. It wasn't confirmed, but I would have, you know, I would have, uh, I would have loved to have done and that. And when did he and pass? It didn't happen in the end. Uh, it was around that, it was around that time, I 17, was say, was, I think. Right, yeah, right yeah, when I got into trading is when he passed, I remember. So it was right. a little bit after that. Yeah, that's. That would have yeah. been a good one, bro, because if you go on the internet right now, there's no really high quality, highly produced, really good interviews of Mark Douglas. They're hard to come by. So no, I think that, no, no. that would be that would have been legendary. Who who in the trading space do you look up to, Jason, in, in this space uh, here specifically? 
man, people that are doing a good job of of helping traders. Um, I try not to, you know, I try not to kind of, yeah, people like you, mate. You know, you you inspire Take me that. to, you know, you inspire me because you're doing the right thing. I just I just like good people and I like people to do well and I and I, I don't like seeing people make a quick buck off of someone's misfortune and i don't i don't believe you know anyone that i talk to or associate with i don't believe they do that so um good anyone answer. like that any good, good answer. people yeah do you believe trading is a zero-sum game um <laughs> well i mean it's if you're just out in the market and you're in this arena where you've you've agreed to take part and you will take someone's money and you're just in isolation of that, then I guess you could argue that is a zero sum business, no different than boxing or poker or golf. Um, but there's a lot that you can give as a trader. So I, I, you know, it swings and roundabouts. The amount that I've been able to give to my family, to other people, to, um, you know, that as, as a result of being a trader, has outweighed that zero sum it's like this is you know everyone's getting a good deal because i'm able to trade that's how that's how i feel so when you look at it that way you could argue that it's it's not a zero sum doesn't no, really answer I, your question but no it does it's a great answer it is but yeah. yeah that's exactly how i would describe it so final question why do you sell education jason why do you do what you do as far as the courses and now the youtube video with the click funnels and everything like that if yeah. you can trade everyone asks of course yeah. why do you do this yeah. This is going to be a real blunt uh, reason. And a lot of people will be like, wow, I can't even believe you said that. It's to make more money so that I build more wealth and have and literally live out my values of of financial freedom and making as much money as I can so that I can serve as many people as I want and be fulfilled and have a great life. That's why I do it. So I love that. But there's there's that. nothing but honesty in that answer, man. No, and it's the truth. <laughs> Do you find that people that ask that question have been burned in the past through coaching and through courses, and that's why they think, oh, he can't be good at that and teach it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. But but uh, it goes back to like the first videos. Like the only reason I got into it, if you if you get down to the deep, like why I why I educate, I only got into it because I was sick of all the the crap so my education journey started when i just literally started letting everyone watch me trade my account live because i thought there's nothing bad they can say about this i'm trading a live account like you know this is the reality of it i was sitting there in my pants in the morning and you know there was so much crap out there people selling the dream i thought sod it i'm just gonna get the truth out there a little bit and it just paid off like we we built a great community word gets around and then you kind of start getting demands from people to go can you teach me this? Can you teach me that? So it's almost like an organic thing that you have to create because of the demand that's there. And if there's a, if there's a monetization to that, then of course you're going to do that. It's, you know, well, it's when you, when you're an benefit. expert, is, is surgery free? Is a lawyer yeah, free? Exactly. Uh, mate, I don't have a taboo around money. I, I don't get the whole thing. I want to make as much money as possible. That, that's that's it. Right. So, I love that about you. I, you I've embrace no... that. You don't try to hide that, which a lot of <laughs> no, people, but, but you know, like their upbringing makes them kind of scared. They think money is the root of yeah. all evil. They think you they, can't talk just about money. You don't... can't talk about yeah. money. No, I'm trying to make as much don't as possible. Don't tell me how much I want you burned. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Why? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Man, that's that's me. Uh, I love honest, it, bro. And but... this is why we get along. These conversations fly by. The hour is over like that. So tell wow. everybody where they can connect yeah. with you, bro. Well, we got the YouTube yeah. video that we talked about down below. Where else should we send them? 
yeah, you can check that out. That's 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 great. Uh, JasonGraystone.com. Um, you'll find some social media stuff there. My podcast. I always like people to listen to the podcast. If you go to episode one, that'll be uh, that'll be cool. Let me know if you're still listening to episode six. I think most will. Beautiful, Jason. It's a pleasure always. I'm we've sad got to get you not... on there, man. So we got to get yeah. That bring me on, bro. Bring me on next. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, I'm sad we're not going to see each other next week, but I wish you and your family the best through the holidays, through the new year, bro. I, mean, I can't wait to keep watching you in the new year. Keeps just blowing the competition away, bro. It's it's admirable, <laughs> like I said, and I really mean that. So thank you for the time, listeners. We appreciate you. We'll see everybody in the next episode. Have a great, happy new year, everybody. Thanks, man.